Welcome, everyone, to what is officially episode 16 of Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ, the interactive video show where you can come on. If you're a subscriber, blaze with me and Shelly, participate in the show, ask questions, whatever. We have a subscriber right now, Lando, in the chat area chilling with us. ShellySJSmokeOut.com, where all the links are, OnlyFans link, Patreon, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. ShellySJSmokeOut.com. There's uh, all kinds of stuff on OnlyFans, Patreon. There's more subscriber options. Sexy Shelly bonus videos, all kinds of stuff. Go and check it out. Of course, I am Stoner Jesus, as you all know, I am world famous for my various shenanigans and tomfoolery on the internet. She is Shelly Martinez, model, content creator, professional wrestler, extraordinaire. Shelly, how are things tonight? Well, I had a wine tasting on Shelly Live today, so that went great. And nice. the thing is, is when um, Danielle, it was like, the week before my birthday, she had ordered me some birthday gifts and they didn't arrive until today. And one of them <laughs> is this awesome handmade. It has the creature from the Black Lagoon on it. So nice. cute. And um, yeah, just um, enjoying that buzz and we'll yeah. see what happens. It's been a full day. I got sick over the weekend, so uh -oh. it pushed back my content creating quite a bit, but uh you know, keep on trucking. Hell yeah. It's the motto. How about you? How about speaking you? Of, uh, speaking of getting a buzz on, <gasps> broken out my, I've recently found this, my silicone trailer park boys bong. You could throw this off a 20 story building and it would survive. <clears throat> it's very awesome. One thing I like about it is for obvious reasons, you can't see how big of a hit you took. So you're often surprised. It's whatever. It's a huge bitch. Whatever goes. <laughs> You better be ready for it. If you're doing a show, well, that's too bad. It's part of the show. That's right. This may be the first show that I pee myself. <laughs> Something to look forward to. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, cheers. I got my Simpsons bong, courtesy of yeah. my friend Megan Jones. Two great shows. Let's bong it up. I used to have a blue silicone, not that big though. Um, oh yeah. I liked it because I don't know about this one that you have there, but it was like you could I twist mean. the middle off, so it was, it was easier to clean. No, this is all just one piece. All one piece. And since it's black, I wouldn't even know if I knew when it was clean or not. I guess I just won't worry about it. You can clean these pieces. These pieces are cool. Has a little. So you got the little Trailer Park Boys mm -hmm. logo. So How does go. it hit? Did it hit good? Pretty good. Like I say, you gotta be careful. You go too far, well, it's hit for a while. Oh well. Look, let me tell you something. Ever since we talked about spice, I just can't stop thinking about it, and I want it still. I want it still so bad. Isn't that terrible? It's so terrible because, as we spoke about last time, it was like, it's bad. It's bad news. There's, it's chemicals. It's. It's not to be ingested, yet Indeed. I want it. All I keep thinking about is effing spice, and I want it bad. <laughs> and we have an intervention on the show. We'll save well, interventions I, for each other. <laughs> I, I control myself, though. Like, I haven't had spice in so many years. Like, okay, let me think the last time I had spice. <clears throat> it must have been 2014. It had to have been. 2014 was the last time because... 
that trip I was talking about where um, I was in the East Coast and that guy was like, oh, I work, my girlfriend works at Smoke Shop, blah, blah, blah. Um, that was that time. And that was, had to have been 2014, 14. So that's what, seven years now, depending on the month. And I'm still like, and here's the thing that's interesting is I didn't start drinking or smoking marijuana until my late twenties. So it's interesting that like the way, like, okay, trust me, I've had my bad moment, especially with drinking. I'm not going to deny that, but drinking is not something that like, like if the doctor said you can never drink alcohol ever again, it'd be really sad because I enjoy, especially wine and champagne, but fine. I understand now how people who struggle with addiction feel because I literally am so obsessed with talking about or thinking about spice since we talked about it last and I want it so bad. Uh, It's just crazy to me. Like who the F am I? Who am I where I was like, I didn't smoke marijuana cigarette day in my life to I'm now talking about how I can't stop thinking about spice. It's ridiculous. It's the, it's the, it's the real devil's lettuce. It really is. You Stay know away why? from spice, kids. It's fake. It's that's fake right. and phony. And anything that's fake and phony is not good for you. That's right. Get away from it, no matter what it is. In this case, something that could kill me. <laughs> spice. Yep. And I'm just like, it's so weird to me. And I know there's other people out there that probably feel the same way or... Still do it, you know, make it even. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's rough. Uh, Lando in the chat area, uh, he said, uh, first of all, I hope Shelly's day has been well. Um, he says, someone who works food service, <coughs> I have worked the chef portion of wine tastings. They will get you fucked up. <laughs> uh, he likes two co-hosts like to blaze up before the show begins. He said, spice shit fucked him up, made him paranoid, not in a good way. The only spice he likes is the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. Smoke Spice Girls, Girls, kids. That's my advice to you. (laughs) You know what's funny is um, Danielle often says this. She says, after I smoke Spice, because she didn't get deep into it like I did. She kind of just used it as when we're broke-ass bitches. It was a a cheaper way of getting medicated. But she didn't do it nearly as much as I did and didn't get so addicted to it like I did. And... Something that she often tells me is after her smoking spice experiences, she feels she's never been the same. And so when he's saying about that, like how it made Mm -hmm. him feel, it's so true. And it's like, it's so crazy. Like it just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's weird. You know what it is, is like, I often say, like, I don't really drink or smoke to, like, forget about things, right? I do it to deal with it. Okay, let me push pause real quick, and then let me let me smoke or have a glass of wine, and then I'm going to revisit this. That's kind of how I look at it, even if I'm mad. Like, if I'm mad, let's even talk about, like, a breakup, like, whatever. So I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to revisit how I feel about everything after I smoke that bowl or after I drink that glass of wine. That's how I look at it. Have I gone overboard before? Of course I have. But I get it with spice because spice literally made me feel disconnected. 
And when it would disconnect me too much, that's when I'd get all freaked out. But what's so interesting is in the moment, I don't like it. I want it to stop. I regret doing it. But then when it's over with, I want to go back to that place. So like, what is that? And that's why like, even with cannabis, I often, especially when I first like moved back to California, dispensaries were at my disposal. So when they do the one question they always ask when you come up there, indica or sativa? So what would you like? Indica, sativa, hybrid? It's always in that order. And so I would often say, and I think I've said it on here, here's the line and here's being too much and this is not enough. I want to be just above that line. And that's why I think I love edibles is because it does give me that almost psychedelic feeling, but it's so interesting because when I'm in that psychedelic feeling, I don't want to have it to get out of a situation. I just want to experience whatever's going on on a different level that the distractions don't exist. And Minnie, cut it out. That for me was a huge thing when I started (coughs) first smoking. Minnie. Hold on. Is there a ghost there or what? What's the problem? Um, But it's one of those things where like when I first was like smoking and doing the whole thing and like experiencing it and feeling those feelings, it was almost like, and when I got that super high finally, right, that super duper high that scared me that people often say, oh, that's why I don't like it. When I think with the part that I crave, and this is what goes with spice, it gets you there quicker, even though it doesn't last as long as cannabis, is like, I overthink everything. So if I can just be so outside of myself, I guess you would say that psychedelic feeling, I can then have the distractions to cease and I can really see what's what in front of me. Now... I've realized that about myself because it's like when I'm dealing with a heartbreak, it helps me reevaluate, okay, what's important here, Bob. So then when it's like stress, like, especially like, let's say I'm in an environment where maybe it's toxic, but it's my work environment. So what am I going to do about it? Like whether it was wrestling or anything to do with acting. I would do it and I want to get there even though it scares me. And I'm like, oh, my God, what did I do? I shouldn't have gotten this medicated. But it's because there's all these distractions going on. So with the spice, I think the addiction is I would have a bowl, freak the F out, (laughs) ride that wave down. And it's in such a short amount of time that I have to do it again. So it's like. It's so dumb. Cannabis, especially edible, makes that wave go way longer, which is way more productive for me. But yet I crave these quick fix spice that even though I have to do it more, I want it quicker. And I don't like that. I don't like that I become that. You know what I mean? There's chemicals in your brain. They alter the way things are and the way you see things and perceive things and make you want it. Well, like nicotine so, or anything else. It's so weird. Because mm. I used to be really addicted to soda. 
But once I saw it was bad for my health, it's almost like that addiction was easier to kick. You know, it's like, duh, it's not good for you. Like, especially with the diet soda. And they did all these things with like the old like viral, oh, they poured it on a car to ate away at the car hood, that, like, you know, whatever. So once it became that to me, and really what it was for me with the diet soda, like I would go, Minnie, hold on a second. Minnie, you gotta get out of here. She likes that spice shit. Maybe she likes soda. Who knows? Sorry about that. But like with the diet soda, what really got me was it was already starting to like get to me hearing all these different health issues with it. Right. And I wasn't feeling so good on top of it, but it wasn't until the back of my teeth right here started to feel like a weird texture. And I started thinking to myself about that car hood where they kept <laughs> pouring on it. And I was like, I'm, am I doing that to my teeth? Especially because I don't want to stain my teeth. So I usually drink coffee, tea, anything dark with a straw. So mm. it's like, it made sense to look like, like right there, right? Because it goes behind. And so when it became a health issue, it was very easy to stop. So that's why it's so weird that I still want the spice so bad and it can literally kill me. That's why I say like, I'm now realizing I to in a way it totally now can relate and understand when people get addicted to drugs because you literally know it could kill you but you still want it and for someone like me that's the deal breaker that's why it took me so long to even smoke you know cannabis because i was always like i don't want to die i don't want to die i don't want to do drugs i don't want to die i don't want to drink and then like Something like I get drunk, I fall over and I die. Like that was always my thing. So like, but spice got me, man. I don't know. Sorry. It just it be a much me stronger, out. much stronger chemical. I remember um I started I used to drink Mountain Dew all the time, and I still every now and then if there's nothing else available. That's how I got started drinking on it in the first place. I was hanging out this uh these people's house and we were smoking a ton of weed and there was nothing to drink. All they had was Mountain Dew, so I started drinking it. I remember the story I saw about this these people who were suing Pepsi because they say they found a mouse. They opened up their Mountain Dew, poured it out, and there was a mouse in it. And the lawyers for Pepsi, their defense was that's impossible because the Mountain Dew would have dissolved the mouse. So there's no way if there was a mouse <laughs> in the Mountain Dew can. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> and yet there's still Mountain Dew. That's right. There's even new flavors. John Cena's doing watermelon Mountain Dew commercials. <laughs> he would. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lando in the chat area asked about uh, psychedelics. If we experiment with uh, any kind of psychedelics. Like I mentioned last week, I tried salvia once. I guess that would count. Uh, but other than that, not really. I don't know if acid counts. I think it's some really good acid one time. I think it counts. But not in general. That's pretty much yeah. it. I've never done mushrooms. I've never done acid. I've never done LSD. I guess the only thing that was kind of psychedelic that I've ever done, the only drugs I've ever done, period, is if you want to call cannabis that, fine. Um, the cocaine, if you guys want to hear about it, you know what I'm talking about, you got to watch 
last week's show. And then, um, what is it called? It's a pill. And it makes you feel all, like a lot of raver people do it because it makes you feel all lovey-dovey. What is it called? Um, ecstasy. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big in the rave scene. Very well that known among the rave crowd. Hold on. I thought this was plugged in and it's showing. But yeah, um, long story short as I can make it, back in the day, I had a boyfriend <laughs> for a while like three years there we go i had a boyfriend for three years and when we first got together i had no idea that he was a drug dealer until we got like more serious and then i was like oh well what am i supposed to do now like i'm like invested in falling for this guy why isn't this charging i swear i think my charger is like i need to get a new one but um so one of his main things that he sold is ecstasy. And this kind of, I guess, kind of goes with the vibe about, like, the spice is, like, when, um, like, again, I'm so, I've always been so not about drugs, especially if they can kill you. Like, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of death. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Like, you know what it is, is, when you got a good talker to convince you, I there we go. Oh, oh, I keep seeing it's charging and then it goes away. <laughs> when you got a good talker, someone to convince you that something's a really good idea, that sucks because when it's something that can kill you like drugs, it's the worst. So he pretty much, the boyfriend, convinced me that like, he's like, oh, you know, back in the day, they used to use ecstasy as a form of therapy. It's like pot. I know you like pot because he wasn't a smoker. So he's like, you know, I know you like it. It's like that, but like times, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if for some reason, I don't know what this Chargers deal is. If this, if I die on you, I'll have to call you back on my phone, but uh, it's really annoying. But the thing is, is um, there, okay, stay, stay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the thing that, and this is how I found out, okay. So I'm over here, Stoner Jesus, thinking I finally found a good guy because prior to him, I hadn't been any, with anyone for like years. And so, like, this was like, you know, I was getting serious, whatever. So I'm so excited. He seems so cool. He had this awesome place. Like, it was so my vibe. <sighs> All artsy-fartsy. <laughs> and um, the only thing he was missing, in my opinion, was he wasn't a smoker, you know? And so um, we got involved, whatever. And so I finally get to the point in our relationship where I get introduced to his friends. So... We're at his friend's house and his friend's asking me all these questions, getting to know me, cool, whatever. And so in my mind, I'm like, this is awesome. Like he brought me to his friend's house. Like this is getting serious. This is awesome. And then he was like, oh, so, and he brought up like something, some kind of drugs. Like, oh, I don't do that. I just, I just smoke marijuana. And then he was like, oh, well, that's good that you're uh, banging a drug dealer. He said it's just <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
But of course, in true Shelly fashion, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, da, da, da. And in my head, I'm going, what the F just happened? Like, what's going on? And so, and here's, oh, my God, you want to hear? Here's the first so funny. I've never talked about this before. Okay. So prior to meeting up <laughs> with that guy, um, you know, I wear shoes actually like I'm wearing right now. These are fake moccasins, you know. So they, they're cute. They go with a lot of things. So I was wearing them like all day before meeting up with him. And I was like running around Hollywood doing my thing. And so when I went to meet up with him, I was like, well, I want to change my shoes because at the time I had on like these really cute short shorts and this really cute tank top. So it looked cute with the boots, but I wanted to turn from cute to sexy. So I was like, I got my heels. Let's do it. So when I took my boots off, (laughs) I took my boots off and my socks, my feet stunk. (laughs) So I was like, what do I do? I guess I'll just air them out. So I drove to his place airing my feet out. And so we go, I put my shoes on. I think it's all good. <laughs> you know, this dude that said, well, good thing you're banging a, du- a drug dealer. <laughs> While he's talking to me, <laughs> he's barefoot because we're in his apartment, right? He goes and gets spray and starts spraying his feet, <laughs> thinking that what he's smelling couldn't possibly come from this hot girl getting their little short shorts and her boobs out. <laughs> so I just remember when he said that. I remember how he looked because I was looking at him thinking, oh my God, it's my feet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he was bent down, spraying his feet with like Febreze. And he looked at me and goes, Well, it's a good thing you're banging a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> so what else was I supposed to do but pretend I knew? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. And so um, he claimed, long story short, this guy ended up claiming that he stopped. He did not. And we ended up being together for three years. And so my thing was, I just don't want that for my life. So, like, cool, whatever. I try to cut it off early. But he's like, no, I don't want that for my life either. Dude, I lived with the freaking drug dealer for three years. I had no idea until the end. You know, when I was on these boats, (laughs) I just thought, because he worked in the film industry. So I was like, oh, it makes sense. We're on boats. And like, it was one of those things everyone knew what was going on except me. I was just talking to Danielle about this. I remember the last boat party I went on, we actually broke up on. And there was so much shadiness going on. The girl he cheated on me with was on the boat and everything. And I was, I brought my gay friend with me as my plus one. I just remember he and I are sitting on the boat, the fireworks going up. He's holding my hand and I'm just so sad. And this girl who was so nice through the whole party, she was somebody else's plus one. She came up to me and she goes, I don't know everything, the whole story, but no, I'm on your side. And I'll never forget that. I was like, <laughs> damn. So when I found out later, like, the drugs were, like, why we lived the way we did, I was like, oh, I thought it was because he worked behind the scenes in production. So whatever. So one of the things that he sold was main thing was ecstasy. Mm. And like I said, that's why he talked me into it. I remember one time we had a bad night, and he literally put it inside my In-N-Out grilled cheese. He put it inside there and I took a bite and I was like, oh my God, this tastes terrible. And like, I was about to throw it away. He's like, oh no, I just put ecstasy in there because he seemed real stressed out. Wow. But I thought that was okay. Like what? Like what? No. 
No, especially you know I just smoke marijuana. And you saw me struggle, so you thought it was a good idea to throw it. Ruined my grilled cheese from In-N-Out, by the way. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> yeah, dude, that was a weird time. A really weird time. And I remember, like, this is not just because I was on drugs. I'm a spiritual person. So when there's bad vibes and you're on drugs, yeah, you're going to see them. And then I called it quits when I started seeing what I refer to as demons fleeing because I was praying that I would just, like, whatever. And I saw them. And the thing is, is before I ever did anything, marijuana, anything, I'm familiar with that. I've dealt with those types of things before. That's why I casually told Minnie, what do you see a ghost? Like, it's it's normal <laughs> in my life. And... um that's when I was like, dude, this isn't good. I seen that and I don't like that. Like I'm not, so people are attracted to that. I'm like, you can leave me alone. It's cool. Indeed. Remember <laughs> that on here, that video where there, you could hear the guy talking. Yeah. See, if you guys Crazy. don't want to hear a real ghost, we did it here on the smokehouse. <laughs> you got to go look back because it happened. Yep. It was an early episode. Mm -hmm. search I do great descriptions of them all. So you should be able to find it easily. Uh, Lando asked about shrooms. Is it something we would uh, <clears throat> think about doing down the road in our lives? Um, I don't know. I'd have to search, research it more. And I don't know what the possibility of death is with shrooms, uh, if any. But um, I don't know. Probably going to do Salvia on one of my shows, one of my podcasts someday. Please do it. With Just me. get it on video. You <laughs> I have just to get it on, on video. Me. <laughs> Play, I'll, I'll be your safety. Just, <laughs> it doesn't do it any. It doesn't do it justice. The audio. I think the the video would really bring it home. But yeah, other than that, I'm too old to start fucking with shit. I'm in my 40s now. So would you say that you are also somebody who maybe doesn't mess with things because of the death aspect? Oh yeah, yeah. When I was in college, I could have. I had a hundred opportunities to smoke crack. Um, do other shit. It just never appealed to me. I figured if I, you know, I fuck it up. I'm into like the story that people tell about, you know, there's some dude at this party and he tried some crack once and they found him dead in the back or whatever. And uh, I wouldn't be here doing this. His first time. Yeah. One of those stories. Oh, it was his first time. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. That's um, why it, it trips me out that I feel like with the ecstasy, I got a little reckless because I, I willingly took it. I mean, yeah, sure. It was presented to me in a neat little package, but I still chose to do it. Like, except for that time he put it in my grilled cheese. <laughs> um, but, you know, and then the Coke, I chose to do it twice. <laughs> so I, I, I chose to trade my drugs. Nice. But um, I, I feel really lucky, especially with the Coke, because I didn't know where, like, who was that girl? I don't know who mm. she was. I'll, oh, I just trusted it because I was at an A-listers party. And that's what gets me going back to how I rant about people just, you know, putting these celebrities on a pedestal. Now, don't get me wrong. Be a fan. Be a fan. There's some people, I will watch certain TV shows, certain movies, and love a certain character to death. But the actor or actress behind it, I don't like them at all. I don't even follow them because, like... No, like I'm just a fan of this particular thing they did or whatever. Mm. But like the reason why I got to that point was 
things like that. What just because I was at P Diddy's party, I thought that it was okay to do it. Like, oh, but if it was at some like house party of some people I didn't know, I would have said, oh no, I don't know where that came from. But oh, because it, you know what I mean? Or like when um, I did a music video for a band, and then I connected with on set, connected on set with. Um, <laughs> when the band meets and then after the shoot he took me to his place and I didn't come home for a week. It's like, because I've seen him on TV and listened to his music, I trusted him. Like, no, that's not cool. Like just because somebody does something that we all know about, AKA music, acting, singing, whatever, why like no (laughs) no (laughs) so i'm very lucky that i didn't die in that damn bathroom when i snorted that cocaine or whatever it was who knows what it was absolutely you know or when i ate that freaking first bite of my grilled cheese (laughs) that i didn't die then you definitely shouldn't be dosing people that's not cool that's a party foul as the kids say. And that was his serious girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you're not trying to date. And that's the other thing, too, while we're on that subject. Okay, so what's interesting is, uh, where's my, oh. so I used to date, and I was really into this guy for a while, um, this actor. And he was primarily known for his work when he was a adolescent into his teens. Um, on the level of like iconic, if I said his name, almost everyone would know exactly who he is and probably a fan of him. I get it. But, um, Justin Bieber, (laughs) he's too young. (laughs) Donnie Osmond. (laughs) I I go after old men and not gay old men. Old men. (laughs) But, um, so I was with him. We were hot and heavy. Um, you know, he, at the time, um, I was in TNA and he was filming his TV show at the time that he was on and it was in Canada. So even though we both lived in California, um, you know, sometimes we go a little bit without seeing each other. And that goes back to kind of like we're talking about the 90 day fiance thing. I get how these people get wrapped up because it's so easy to trust. And to build up in your head what somebody is when you don't see them like all the time to where you like really know who they are. And it takes you six months, a year, even more, depending on how often you see them, you know? So that was kind of the deal. And at this point we were totally like, like I was just like, oh, I, I was so into him, you know? And so one night we're hanging out, we're smoking, we would drink wine, it was all good. And then I remember, all I remember is, and I thought it was like, oh, I ate lightly that day. So maybe I just got a little too tipsy. But I remember he gave me a glass of white wine. And I always drink red wine unless it's champagne. And I remember it looked like it had some, like, powder in it. (laughs) I don't know. But for whatever, because, hello, at this point, it's not like the uh, rock star story where, oh, I met him on a shoot and then I went home with him. Like, me and this guy have been seeing each other for a while to where, like, mm-hmm. I love you was being said, you know? So, um, I didn't think anything of it. I thought maybe, like, 
honestly, the cup maybe was dirty and like the wine kind of swished around. So I don't know. I didn't think <laughs> deeply of it at the moment. Right. But then next thing I know, it's the next day. And it's not only the next day, but it's wow. like four o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, and so I feel weird and we're going to go out to eat. I go to take a shower and I just remember I was taking a shower. I felt so weird. I opened the door of the shower and I said his name. And then the next thing I know is I felt peace. And all of a sudden I was in this realm where it was blue. And I just heard my voice saying, this feels so good. This feels so good. And then the next thing, it wasn't a voice or anything. I just had the feeling of having a choice. And then I knew to either keep embracing what I was feeling, that peace, which I've never felt anything like that in my entire life except that time, or to look down. So when I looked down, I saw this guy and girl, and I felt so sorry for the girl. And I saw the guy crying and freaking out. And I was like, that poor girl. And then I knew how to, I had that choice. Do you keep going or go back? And I didn't even know what go back meant. Just like, I just didn't know. And I chose to go back. And the next thing I know, I go, <gasps> and I look, I was the girl I saw. And what I was seeing was happening. And then the worst part is when I came to, he was like, oh my God. And he hugged me. He's like, you turned gray. I don't know what happened. He's like, it was like on my show in this one episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> So the next day we were supposed to fly out to England because he was filming a movie. I had a bit part on and it was this whole thing. We talked about whatever. So at the time I lived in Orange County, he lived in the LA area. So I was like, I went home. I knew in the morning he was going to come grab me, whatever. So in the wee hours of the morning, he texts me, not even calls me and says, I think it's a better idea if you just stay home because I don't know. And then he goes, I don't know if you do other drugs that you don't tell me about, but I don't know what <laughs> happened yesterday and I can't have something weird happen when I'm shooting and da, 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 da. And I'm thinking, wow. And so I was like, wow, wow. And so that's when I started trying to scale back the events that had happened. And I, re that's when I was like, what was that white stuff? What was that? What the F? And what's so sick is I saw this guy um, actually the last time when we talked about last week, if you didn't watch, go check it out. Um, when I was talking about Hernandez and working the, sh the shows where he was like talking crap about me, this was the last convention I did with him. And this, it was a convention where I had all these different actors there, whatever, not just wrestlers. And that guy was there. And I don't know why, but even that's the story I still went over to his booth and even though I got sick to my stomach when I saw him, what did I do? He was like, Oh, hi, Shelly. And he grabs me, he hugs me. And I'm just like looking at him and I'm like, why aren't I saying anything? Like, this is my moment to finally say, what the F happened that day? Because what I did after that is I distanced myself from him and I'm pretty sure in his eyes, his ego got totally burned because he was like, I was not responding to him and I wasn't getting back to him. I wasn't seeing him. He accused me of like seeing somebody else, the whole thing. But it's like, no, dude, what the F? What was that? Like, no. 
So I don't know what that stuff was. I don't know if anyone can confirm what it could have been because I don't know enough about that kind of stuff to even know what that was. But, like, it's a trip. Like, that happened. shady as fuck. First thing I thought of when you said you woke up, like, 4 o'clock next day or whatever was roofies. Mm. Could it be in a powder form? Uh, I guess. I don't know. Do we have any uh, roofie users who watch the show? <laughs> any roofie experts? If you're out there roofing people, then you should stop that. But still, we need information on what's going on. A <coughs> uh, couple things. Uh, we are going to pick the uh, student glass bong winner later tonight. <coughs> I know Lando's excited. Other subscribers. I hope they're excited. You should be. It's pretty fucking badass. Um, real quick, the Instagram followers battle. We haven't updated that in a few weeks. Shelly's Foot Club has 200 followers. And the Shelly SJ Smokeout Instagram has 102. So we're still 98 behind. If people were to get on this shit and start sharing the show Instagram and telling people about it, it would be really dope of you. Get on it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what's interesting is... Okay, so about two, three weeks before Fred's passing, I feel like my soul was just really it knew already, even though like in my mind I knew it was coming. I didn't know how close it was coming. So I it's been difficult. I've been feeling really sick more than normal in the last like, you know, month or so and it's been a lot and my creating slowed down a bit because it was hard for me to, especially when he was here. Um, it's like, not only did I have to tend to him, but seeing him deteriorating in front of my eyes really effed with me big time. And then he passes and now I like, I have moments. I don't even know how I effing feel like it's weird. So one of the things, and I'm trying to really work on this, is my creating has slowed down. Now, a lot of people would say, take your time. It's fine. Like, like allow yourself. But the part is, is like, the things that I've been working on aren't getting the right traction that they should. And then I try to think about, like, what if I had a nine-to-five job? I couldn't just call out. It's a luxury that I can, but now I'm seeing that what I'm trying to build, not only does it not build like the way the momentum was going, but some of it, like my OnlyFans, I've lost a lot of OnlyFans because I wasn't keeping up and I don't blame them. That's fine. Just because my dog died doesn't mean that they shouldn't get their stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm very grateful for the people who are totally understanding. And that's almost, you know, I haven't had anyone complain, to be honest with you. But at the same time, a lot of subscribers have been lost and a lot of traction has been lost. So I'm trying really hard. Today is a day, this whole week actually, has been a week of me stepping it up and doing more than I need or that I should be doing. So... I'm glad to hear these disappointing numbers because I need to be reminded that I need to focus on this because I care. Like, 
we started this whole thing because we had a good vibe when we did your show mm-hmm. and like it continues to be this really cool thing that like this is what i've been trying to do for a long ass time but you got all these fake and phony weird ass people out there that like it just <laughs> didn't match up so it's like now i finally got what i've been trying to look for so i care a lot i care a lot about what I'm doing over here with the smoking session. And I would love to see more people here and interacting and just having a good old time. And it makes me sad. People, you're making me sad. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, cause I get it. Not everyone is down to subscribe when there's money being, but you're on Instagram already. Why can't you follow our Instagram? <laughs> why it's free not bothering you just follow something weird with this the way this is when we're like this my head looks about the same size as yours but then when we do this suddenly my head is gigantic and fills up this entire half of the screen it's very weird (laughs) maybe it's because i'm standing and you're sitting who knows i'll say maybe it's because i have a big head but my head looks fine here see See, it looks proportional. It looks like a normal human being. See what? See if I went down, like if I was <laughs> sitting. I feel like I'm way too close to the camera this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go follow on Instagram. Damn it. You know what, people? Click. Come on, come on. <laughs> um, before we get to uh, what uh, really has been an iconic person in my life, the uh, spirit of truth guy. Um, and we'll play the video as well because you have the capability to do that with technology. It's very amazing. Yes. Uh, we'd like to announce and uh, Shelly can tell us more about what the uh, the Wake and Bake morning show and what people can expect and where they can find that uh, in the future. Big news. I wish I had sound effects or a drum roll or something, but I have nothing. So, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> very consistent to my career. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, so the Wake and Bake Morning Show is a podcast that Danielle, my sister, and I have been doing for many, many years. And originally, I had it on my Patreon for my Secret Society. And it was one of those things because, again, I talked about over and over, I love radio broadcasting. So that was my way of just making my dream come true with it. And so I literally would try to do a new episode every single day. And I kept up a pretty good job at it. I actually still have some I need to edit. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Danielle and I, uh, before I get to those ones, we're going to come back. And we're going to be coming back this month. And I just want to make sure I'm working out some of the kinks to make sure everything goes smoothly before I say like a date date. But it will be this month. And something that's going to be super awesome. Are you okay there? (laughs) <laughs> Drop fire on myself. <laughs> You're so not burn excited. Through the pants. You got fire in your pants. <laughs> Did um, not burn through, thankfully. So it's okay. kind of like our right. show here on um, Patreon. You know, you can just listen to it on the uh, first tier or you can watch it on the second one. Um, we didn't do that before. Before <coughs> we didn't have video. It was just all audio. So that's something that's going to be new. And it's going to be all here on ShellySJSmokeOut.com, wherever you're subscribed. So I'm really excited about it. I felt like, because I knew I was going to bring it back. I, I knew it was on hiatus. It was going to bring it back. But I thought, you know, 
I'm really trying to make my podcast separate from my secret society stuff. Reason being is not everybody for whatever the reason is, um, wants to, or see or be affiliated with that content. And I get it. And so I want people to know that you don't have to just like to be in order to hear my podcast, you have to go and be a part of my sexy sites. And so I thought, you know, what a good place, even though there is sexiness to be had on the Patreon for our show. Uh, you know, it's not blasted and what it's all about. It's more about just, you know, having fun, smoking. Yes, sometimes there's sexiness. We're trying to get you guys in there. So what do you want? But I don't want the people who don't want to see that to be shunned. And I felt like it would be a really good place to put the return of the Wake and Bake on our show page. There you go. Something to look forward to. Uh, speaking of sexiness, I was thinking as a way to drive up subscribers is that I will threaten people with getting sexier myself. Maybe some boo pics, whatever, if you don't subscribe. If you do, I'll keep this under wraps. All this. <laughs> What's going on? Otherwise, you know, I'm gonna I'm just gonna let it let it fly. And you don't have to pay the pay the price. Face the consequences, as they say. Now, um, Shelly sent me this DM uh, the other day. We passed back ideas back and forth about the show and whatnot. And uh she mentioned the Spirit of Truth guy, uh, otherwise I think known as Reverend X. And I haven't thought about this guy in a very long time. I used to be a huge fan of the Howard Stern Show. Around 2000 to 2010, that era when he moved over to Sirius XM, all that stuff. And the Spirit of Truth guy was one of the people he played for obvious reasons. If you've never seen this guy, we're about to play you. You'll, you'll know why. He was an instant star. And this video is from like 2006, so it's been a long time. I don't know what happened to this guy. I don't know if he's still around. Uh, I'd like to find him on Twitter, see if he'll come on the show. I haven't had any luck with anybody else I've contacted on Twitter by coming on the show. Maybe this will be the guy. Maybe he's doing nothing right now and thinks this will be his return to glory or whatever. And maybe it will be. I don't know. I can't say whether it will or not. But if you don't know this guy, you're in for a treat. If you do, well, then a little trip down memory lane. Now, this should work. I have it ready to go. Look at that. Look at me. Killing it. The uh, technical aspects of the show. That make a man offended to a and lay a snare. You know, they try to trip a nigga up like me, you know, because I, I ain't following why these rules. You know, bitches. bitches. Are you laughing, Biatch? <laughs> you find, You're find it funny. <laughs> you find it funny. <laughs> Wait, you you ain't talk, you ain't hear me, huh? Get it again. Okay, I'm gonna say it again. I come in the name of Jesus. Repeat it after me, bitch. I come, I come in the, the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit. God Almighty, you know, rule of heaven and earth. And, and every G D thing in between it. You understand me now? Speak to me. State your name. Your name. First and last name. Talk to me. Correct God. Correct God. Ain't none of y'all correct me by my words, huh? I'll give you some scripture. By the way, that hairdo, I, that's really something I'd like to replicate someday. Here's, awesome. here's the thing. I know almost this entire thing by heart. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I can't control myself and I repeat after me, bitch. I come in the name of Jesus. 
<laughs> I know this. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, back in the day when I did it with uh, the Stern and Jesus show, I used to have like little clips and like in between commercial breaks and stuff, like pop calls or stuff, family guy kind of like that. And uh, this guy figured prominently because he's he's got the he's got the skill, he's got the the gift uh, on the mic. Revelation chapter 16, 5 and 7. Revelation 15, 4. Ezekiel chapter 5, verse 15. Caller, caller, you on the line. Charles. Yeah. Say what? <laughs> motherfucker, I ain't looking for you. You, you, you probably looking for a cult member, motherfucker. You, Get tail and gate, travel the hell up out of here. Look what? What do you know about the Lord? What do you know about the Lord? What you know about the Lord? Yo, tell me, I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's stay focused. You want me to go flat. You want because you see flat shit. I like the, the production choices and the design choices, the zooming in and out, and the uh, the generic mountain forest background. Oh, no, no, no. This is yosemite falls out of yosemite and northern oh yes this this is very deep to me and who i am that's why i connect with reverend x <laughs> i wonder who directed this i wonder who made all these choices his homie you know why they always told you uh, a man can't be god uh, what you calling me for i told you what i'm about it's about getting lawyers training them up in the world and we're going to help the poor the fatherless that, that can't afford it. They can't afford them to um, bleed out. Can you push pause real quick? Sure. Oh, oh crap. That was too much. <laughs> the first one, that was too much. <laughs> so oh, just put your hands up and then it'll. <laughs> so here's the thing. What he just said right now, it's all about the widowless, the poor, and getting people out of the penitentiaries. Here's what's so funny is the reason why I brought him up to you the other day was I literally repeat, repeat after me, bitch. I say that a lot <laughs> when I think, when I see politics and all these things, I'm like, dude, we need to be worrying about, and then I laugh because I'm like, spirit of F and truth. He's the spirit of truth. And um, we'll, we'll continue here and then I'll put some more two cents in. <laughs> Judgment for your ass and from a new black ass. <laughs> black ass. Go ahead. Hey, what's happening? And it won't stop. Say what? Say what? You trust in the devil, huh? Well, God send the devil in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. This motherfucker, you fucked up, huh? You fucked up, huh? You know your ass is doomed. What you got to speak? If you don't know shit to speak on this um, topic I'm bringing up, shut your goddamn ass up. Hell, <laughs> you trust in hell, motherfucker. You already in hell. Just like I trust in heaven and I'm already there, motherfucker. You the one going, you believe in death, huh? Goddamn murderer. You can find my blessing, brother. But when I find them, I'm going to get them motherfuckers. They be the one that's always laying law. Fuck that, I got that Glock, Glock back. Give me what you hoping for. You ain't hoping in the Lord, huh? You hoping in vain material That's why you can't see me. House niggas. What's your yeah, state your name? 
Oh, here we go. <laughs> you the devil. <laughs> you the devil. You a Satanist, huh? You, hey, hey, you, then you wrote a book too then, right? You got a book with blood on it, huh? You Satan up. Who created your ass, Satan? Who created your ass? I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. I, I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. The devil is a motherfucker, motherfucker liar. liar. But so you know, know what? Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Stupid, Stupid bitch. bitch. <laughs> Look at that. I'm provoking that, huh? That I'm making motherfuckers just hate God more. I'm provoking that, huh? <laughs> you goddamn devil worshiper. You ain't got, I got no, no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> motherfucker, you ain't you ain't coming in no. You come in the name, name of, of Satan. Satan. <laughs> I guess if you like a house nigga and want go competitive, if I say I'm God, then I guess you have to take the side of Satan, huh, motherfucker? This guy should have a show. Not a. It's not, not a competition. It's a cooperation. It's a cooperation. Stupid, Stupid ass house, nigga. I won't say that. I That's can't why. See you, don't <laughs> you see me? I'm all. I, I'm all. I'm all. I, I make, make my, my ass, ass very available. Tom, next caller. You don't like it? Kiss my ass. Ass, you don't, you don't like, like it. it. What's happening? What's happening? What the fuck is the book I got in my hand? <laughs> you don't know him. You don't know him. <laughs> You don't know? It's perfect. <laughs> Look like, like yellow, yellow pages. pages. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Next caller. Like I said, I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is this ain't I ain't playing with your ass. Your ass don't call so up don't and come play, with, play me. with me. Next caller, me me. Me me, yes. <laughs> I don't give a, give a fuck, fuck what you think, bitch. <laughs> your thoughts. Your thoughts. Your, your thoughts, thoughts ain't, my, ain't thoughts. my thoughts. Bitch, I'm flowing straight, straight from, from the survivor, survivor scrolls. Cut, Cut that, that bitch off. off. <laughs> 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 What's happening? What's happening? I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Who name you coming in? By who? Power? By who power? <laughs> Is what? It's the spirit of God. See, the spirit of God is omnipotent, and it works on you. It'll work on your ass, and I can be far, far away because it's considered conscience. conscience. You know? Ain't ain't feeling my conscience because I'm I'm sent by Jesus to do what I'm doing. It's all, and I keep it all lawful and legal. I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Any anybody anybody resisting? Shut my ass, ass kiss. kiss it. <laughs> I don't say the GD word either. Man, I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. No matter how you come with me. If you if you down doing what I'm talking about doing, lawyers and get this book open. Trained in these words to get the poor, the fatherless, and the widows up out of them penitentiaries. If you down with that. You ain't down with that. Shut your goddamn ass up. Give, give me a ne next caller. <laughs> Motherfucker, ain't no corrupt communication came out of my mouth. You know what the corrupt communication is? That's when you talk about the devil. He the devil. Your your motherfucking communication is corrupted. Whatever, whatever. Then I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You got me, got now. me now. You got me you now. now. You got me you got now. Me now. You figured me out. You, you fucking nigga, fucking fucking poop. poop. <laughs> you figured me figured out. Me out. You, got you got me red-handed. You got me red-handed. You got me red-handed. God a lie when he tell me I'm God too, huh? 
God liar, huh? <laughs> I'll have you, I'll see any of you asses bearing witness for me. This is a Jesus is the way to peace. <laughs> fuck what you talking about. Passion. Passion, can you see? And the best is a little song at the end. There you go. The one man show. <laughs> so here's the thing. When I was in OVW, I when I first had gotten there, I lived in this hotel that everyone always lives in until they find a place. Then I ended up moving to this apartment building where a lot of the wrestlers did. One of them was Damian Sandow, aka Aaron Stevens. Um, he and I became really good friends for a really long time. He was like somebody I considered my best friend for a long time. And when we were building that friendship, he literally lived like on the other side of the building from me. And at the time, you know, the internet wasn't what it is today. You don't have your phone and you just like, whatever, like you had to have a computer really. So yeah. I had a computer and the internet. So he'd come over and use my computer sometimes and he would pop up the spirit of truth. And so it started this thing between me, uh, Aaron, um, Santino Morella, who was just on, on the roast, um, Stevie Richards for you wrestling fans out there, Nova who flaked on uh, the roast. Um, <clears throat> and a handful of other people, but that was the core people right there. Right. And, we would quote this guy all the time because we would just watch him. And the <laughs> thing that got me was at first I was put off by it because at the time I was very Christian. But then I started to listen to what he said and I was like, he's freaking right. Like, he's right. Like, <laughs> he's being rough around the edges. But like, especially then I was rough around the edges, you know. So I was like, he's right. Like, this is freaking amazing. Like, he is effing right. So there's parts of that that, in particular, we would have inside jokes about that, like, to this day, we still do. And I remember I even got a shirt. Like, I looked online. And I think someone on Cafe Press made it. And it was, you caught me red-handed. And it was a handprint. <laughs> um, and it's so funny because when we did our wine tasting earlier, my sister was like, oh, what wine glass do you want? And we went to a winery once where the um like a black handprint was their logo so we have one of those glasses and i always go to it and i always laugh because i go you caught me red right? it's so <laughs> it's so crazy so what we would always say back then was we got to find this guy we got to find this guy so we found that he his rumored allegedly his name was barry capricorn so we kept trying to find him and see what's up, but we just couldn't find him. We just found now people look him up because this spirit of truth is just the beginning. There's one with a blue screen where when he's reading scripture out of nowhere, he decides not only to bust out dancing, but he's topless. It's very interesting. And then he, uh, and he gets into the song uh, and he gets real aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, I just so, want to see if I can find him on Twitter, uh, either him or Spirit of Truth. I you tried know. for years and years and years, right? And then um, there's been ones that I've followed, and then they were like apparent fakes, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so there's been two channels on YouTube that I follow that is supposed to be him. 
Now, the first one got shut down. The second one's still up. He still uploads on there. So I do believe it's him because you could tell it's him. He's not quite that same way. Um, but I'm subscribed to him. But what's tripped me out is only you and I knew we were going to talk about this, right? So, um, okay, it's 7.06 right now. So at 5.34, who tweeted me? Barry Capricorn. <laughs> what the F? <laughs> what the F? Wow. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll have him on the show. It'd be our first success. Well, here's what I awesome. wanted to do. I wanted to do a whole, like ode to him impersonating him have yosemite falls behind me now why is yosemite falls so important to me growing up about the only thing we really did as a family for a short amount of time was we'd go to yosemite so that's why it, to me it's not just some random like mountain that's effing yosemite falls i know yosemite falls <laughs> and i always have dreams about yosemite like for years and years to this day i always had these weird ass dreams about yosemite so Yosemite is very sacred to me. So it's interesting to me that he, my first introduction to him was Yosemite Falls behind him. Because here I was in Kentucky. These dudes didn't know what Yosemite Falls was. And I was like, what the F? Why is Yosemite Falls behind him? So um, I think I should do a little piece where I impersonate <clears throat> him. We send it to him. And that's how we get him on the show. And there you go. Can't resist that. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that bitch off. Next caller. <laughs> and if Holy not shit. for nothing, really you know why? Here's why. Because going back to the vag. So the whole reason, as I mentioned before, if you want to see the whole story, go back to the roast. Uh, <clears throat> that I said my vag on that pay-per-view was for two people, Jillian and Francine. So I know if I make a quick little video of just doing the little inside parts that me and these guys used to have inside jokes about, if I do that, I know for sure Santino's going to see it. I know for sure that Nova will see it. I'm pretty sure Aaron will see it. And I'm pretty sure Stevie Richards will see it. So really all people involved will see it. And they will laugh so <laughs> effing hard, so hard that they just would just, it would make their day because we always would say, where is he? And sometimes I would see Stevie Richards at like conventions and we'd be like, did you find him yet? And then years ago, he resurfaced on Tosh.0. And I remember Stevie Richards reached out to all of us. He was on Tosh Bono. We found him. <laughs> so being that the vag has become a phenomenon, just because I was trying to make two people laugh, what could happen when I'm trying to make four people laugh? And I know if I put the time and effort and do this, they absolutely will. Like Nova said, <laughs> that was always our thing. Nova said, because... <clears throat> Aaron would always be like, well, Nova said, like he was some guy. Well, Nova said. So we used to joke around. Even in my phone, it says Nova said as his um, thing. So Nova said, <laughs> uh, 
um, you know, that the vag thing and that whole match and the botch spot, like I read, like he said in his 40 whatever years on this earth, that's the funniest thing he's seen. <laughs> I think I can top that. I can top that with, you caught me now. You figured me out. You nincom fucking poop. You figured me out. You caught me red handed. You caught me red handed. <laughs> Sounds viral to me. I don't even care about viral. It's just those guys. Name. <laughs> and then we'll get it's Barry Capricorn, Reverend X, Spirit of the Truth, and he'll be on here and we'll see what he has to say. Maybe he'll hate us, you know? Hey, you can come on here and give a regular advice people people need life advice i'm sure reverend x would be happy tell them all about it that's why i think why we not? need to break him in with my video because it shows him that it's all good but i get it because it's so funny like all jokes aside to me and danielle because danielle's another one that's was became in that group <clears throat> um we'll be in life situations right or let's say somebody that is supposed to be our friend. All of a sudden they see that we're doing better. And then all of a sudden they start getting weird and competitive. I've literally have said in tears, this is not a competition. It's a cooperation. Like I've literally have meant that in such a serious way. Like there's been times where I'm disgusted in somebody. Like I can't believe that they're being in competition with me when it's like, there's no reason to. I'm like, this is not. A competition this is a cooperation you stupid bitch like i totally get what he says <laughs> like it's true and not only that but throughout my life i mean hello i lived in kentucky in 2005 six so that was a long time ago and this man's words still ring true you <laughs> you dove a worshiper you ain't got no excuse <laughs> no excuse you come in the name of Satan. Oh. <laughs> it's great shit. I love it. One of the few people to go viral before <clears throat> really social media got going. Because 06 really all was around was MySpace. I know. And here's the thing is the number that comes on that you can call in is an LA number. So I feel I also have that on my side. And the thing is, is I get it because... I've always, since I was little, loved watching bad public access. People are paying for their time <laughs> shows. And so when I discovered it in Kentucky, I was like, that's an L.A. number. Is this still going on? And of course it wasn't. But like, I was just like, whoa, Reverend X. And I don't know. I just want to know his, like all jokes aside, I want to know his story. Like I would love to get like a real awesome, like, interview like hang out whatever because it's like okay what happened in your life that led you to making that okay so then what happened during that time well where did it lead to and where are you at now i think that's really interesting because people could look at it as a joke all day long with the things that he was saying are a lot of things that people are afraid to say or when they say it people just automatically dismiss it but he didn't care I think maybe sometimes he would did an eight ball before he went out there, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he felt in his heart that he had to share this message. And in a weird way, I felt like the people who found the humor in it 
did receive some of the stuff he was saying. And it was like, he is effing right. That's why it's effing funny. And there's been people who have showed that too. And they were like, what? I remember this one guy. He was like, I like things more intelligent than this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Get over yourself. <laughs> that means that means that you are telling me that you're just seeing him being this rough around the edges, ghetto ass man. So like, you're not my people. Adios. Because this is freaking funny. This is funny because it's true. Can only hope when they were game on the show. <laughs> I have tons of questions from the from the design of the video to the hairstyle. <laughs> the hairstyle. So many, so many questions for Reverend X. Please, please, we're here. We're here every week. You only have to subscribe. It was let you on the show. <laughs> I was successful. And back in the day, like I said, my Bud Bundy watch, and I finally mm -hmm. caught him. You want to know what I'm talking about? You got to go to the old episodes. Right. <laughs> There's good stuff there. But um, now I am revisiting my passion of Project Spirit of Truth. And I believe everything happens for a reason. And I feel like this time in my life is the time that not only do I need to make that video, but to try to connect with him. Just saying. Bring it back for a new generation. There's a lot of young people out there. They have no idea. No like idea. 14 years ago. No, no, so long like. ago. I had no idea until someone showed me and it was already old by then. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Damn. Before we get out of here, we do, of course, have to pick the student glass gravity bong winner. I was thinking about how to do it. I've heard the most, uh, the simplest thing. I have all the subscribers here in front of me. And uh, we have 15 right now that are eligible on OnlyFans. So I figured I'd tell, have Shelly pick a number between 1 and 15. We'll see what that corresponds to. And they will be a winner. Again, another time that I wish I had sound effects, a drum roll, something. Maybe I'll get an app on my phone. It'd be very... Great production value. One through 15. Who will be the big winner? He used Jeopardy music, but I think I would get sued for that. 14. 14. And 14 is Chuck. I write Chuck. that down. So I do not forget. Because I'll be thinking later I have to go back and watch this show just to figure out who it was. Chuck. I will write Chuck on OnlyFans. And uh, he would be a winner. I picked 14 because that was usually my PE number. There you go. There you go, Chuck. That's why it's lucky. Uh, so if he doesn't respond, then uh, we'll figure something out. I don't know. We'll have to pick another number. Yes. Keep picking people until somebody claims it. <laughs> now I'll write Chuck later tonight and uh, apprise him of his good fortune. Congratulations, or Chuck. maybe if he's not a person that would use it, he can say it's okay. And um, indeed. Oh, here's what you can do: if they're not a smoker, so they won't use it, because that's like a waste. Yes. Um, I'll give a free cameo. There you go. So you can tell them that. Get Either the, get cameo, the cameo or the bong. Right before Shelly makes it big on cameo. When I say big, I'm talking big ed level cameo which 
Seems like it shouldn't be hard, but apparently it is. I don't know. You think when I first started all this, I didn't think a lot of things would be hard, but here we are. Cameo only respond to me. <clears throat> Damn it. I've tweeted them. Say, look, people want to stare at Jesus. It's like wish them happy birthday or whatever, or yell at them and berate them. I can do that. No. You just need an invite code. I can send you mine. That's how I, I got on there. No one reached out. I Here's am? what happened. Here's what happened. So when I got the, like, okay, there was a gal who sent me in a DM that I know through wrestling. And she was it sent me this thing. Oh, I was chatting with the people at Cameo. I brought you up and you'd be really good. You could sign up here. So I did, right? And I was like, finally, like I got asked. Because when I did Celeb VM, they asked me. So I thought it was a thing where you had to be asked, right? And so it's like awesome, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm getting all down with it. I started up, I put my price, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like looking through all my settings to get familiar with it. And I go to the referral. That's the generic message. <laughs> so if you gave that code, I'll give to you the say, code to say like a homeless person on the street that you pass by, you gave them that code, they could be on Cameo. I'm not sure, but it's a start. <laughs> but the thing is, is here's why I haven't talked about this because like <laughs> I like this girl and I haven't said anything because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. But my feelings were hurt because shortly after I started it, Francine asked me if I had a cameo yet because she wanted to give me her code. And then I felt bad because I was like, damn, no offense to that girl. I would have liked to have gotten Francine's code because then she gets like a cut and doesn't yeah. even come out of my pay. It comes out of, you know, whatever. So it's like, I would like that because she's my bestie, whatever. Right. So then I felt bad. And then shortly after that, that's when I was, I saw it and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I've been tempted to close it and then reopen a new one. But then I'm like, it's already there, whatever. But that hurt my damn feelings. I was like, oh, you were talking about me <laughs> to the cameo people? No way. You thought I really believed her. <laughs> I believed her. I thought, oh, wow, that's so nice. Cause like, I don't know her that that well. And so I was like, wow, that's so cool that she would like bring me up like that. <laughs> you know what? Stoner Jesus, I was talking to the people at Cameo about you. <laughs> I'm going to get a message later tonight. You'll never guess what happened. <laughs> I was talking to them about you. I told them you'd be perfect. You could just use my link and they'll set you right up. <laughs> they said, she said Stoner Jesus. They're like, the Stoner Jesus? And she was the. like, yeah, they, that's him. <laughs> Capital T H E V. <laughs> oh man. All right. Episode 16. Another great show in the books. If you're not subscribed or not checking this out, I don't know what you're doing. You're missing I know. it. You're missing out, you know. And you're a terrible Get it person. Together. <laughs> also. Get it together. Go follow on Instagram. All the stuff on the bottom there. You see it. That's all the information you need. It's true. So just do it. You know you want to. And <coughs> if you're worried about getting in trouble with your significant other, you won't because I have stoner Jesus. So it's kind of like, you know, when you have your hot friend, but like you can't bring her around your girlfriend because your girlfriend's going to think whatever. But then when she has like a boyfriend, then it's like, okay to bring her around. Cause it's like, Oh no, that's her boyfriend. 
stoner Jesus. You, you won't get in trouble now. See? And there's no nudity as much as I've been requested. As many DMs as I've gotten. No, I'm not. Stop. Stop bothering me. I'm sorry you have to go through that sometimes. It's a lot. It's harassment. I know. Like I'm a piece of meat or something. I'm not. I'm a person with a brain. And, you know, sometimes when you have, you know, everything going on like you do, people lose sight of that and they just see meat and they just, yeah. you know, want to devour you. <coughs> it's tough being pretty. It is. No one said it was easy. If I had a nickel, first time I said that. We have many nickels. Many, many nickels. Two hands full. That's right. Fistful of nickels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Hold on. I didn't even pack this. Because I had to do the send-off. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> A little too much. It's the second one that pushed the line. You stop thinking about it. Like I tell myself, don't go too far because you can't see it. You have no idea what's in there. Uh, just do it. I can fit a lot of smoke. And it doesn't have water in it. I don't know why, but when I said, I'll oh, just do it, then I started thinking about how there's glory holes and people, like, <laughs> they don't know what's on the other end and they're okay with it. That's gambling. Yeah. They like sure. it. The thrill. <laughs> the thrill of the gambling. When it's really the big old trucker man that's getting his kicks because he just wants a penis in his mouth. More than likely. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good note to end on. Shelly. Thank you. <laughs> Episode 16 of Smoke Out was awesome. Um, thank you to everybody subscribes. And thank you, Lando, for chilling with us in the chat area. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>